With this lesson today, you will begin to know that you are already in a conversation with God. Back and forth. You talking, He talks. You talk, He talks. And when you write, then you can read and you can review that conversation. I tell you, God will speak to you faster than you can write. There are three voices that constantly speak. And then, you know, to give you an example, this guy found a... What did you find in your tricycle? tricycle. Para bang ibenta mo na lang yan. Pero na yan, sayang. <laughs> tapos biglang tumawag yung mayari. Umiiyak, tapos biglang naglobat yung cellphone. Oo, oh, kita ko na, sabi mo sa'yo eh. Sa'yo na yan, wala ka nang, hindi mo na siya makukontak, hindi ka niya na makukontak. Pero biglang may pumasok sa isip ko na, may simpak nga pala yun, pwede kong tanggalin, ilagay ko sa cellphone ko. Nilagay ko sa cellphone ko, tinawagan ko yung mayari. Kaya ayun, naibalik ko sa may-ari yung cellphone. Malaking pasasalamat niya. Hindi ko sukatakalaing magagawa ko yun na biglang ibalik ng bigla-bigla na lang. Kasi malaking halaga yun. Now, let me ask you the question. Yung isip na pumasok sa isip niya at the last part na tanggalin yung SIM card at ilagay nung sa cellphone ko at tawagan yung may-ari at ibalik sa may-ari. Kaninong galing yata yung thoughts na yan. Does that sound like something Jesus would do? Is that a thought that Jesus would put in his mind? Do you think Jonathan thought of that on his own? You think Jesus put that thought in him? Do you think that thought is already the voice of God? Okay, so it's not very complicated. Now, let's compare it dun sa ibang voice. Is that the only thought he had? No, there were other options, right? So there were other voices, right? The first voice that spoke up said, "Tapon mo yung SIM card at ibenta mo kaagad yung cellphone kasi sayang mahal yan. Lahat yan ay maari maging iyo. Lahat ng how much is the, the worth now? 20,000 plus." Okay. Now, yung word na yan, ibenta mo iyo na yan. Kaninong galing yung word na yan? Kay Satan. Do you think Satan spoke to him? Yes. In fact, Satan spoke first. <laughs> you heard the voice of Satan first. Siguro sanay ka sa voice ni Satan. You recognize it. Actually, I don't think Satan spoke first. I think it's sabay-sabay, but you heard it first. Because sanay ka sa kanyang tinig, you recognize his voice. Maybe you didn't think it was Satan. But you recognize his voice instantly. How many of us recognize the voice of Satan? Even if you don't say, Oy, see Satan na nagsasalita sa akin ngayon. But you recognize his voice because those are the thoughts that jump into your mind na naturally, instantly. Okay? Now how about another voice, just the voice of Jonathan? You got the voice of God, the voice of Satan. How about the voice of Jonathan? Ano kaya ang sinasabi ni Jonathan? Yung kanyang mismong utak niya. Wow, blessing. Praise the Lord, answered prayer. Yeah. Di ba? Praise the Lord, answered prayer. Kung ibinta ko ito, ito yung mga maaring sasabihin ng isang tao na uh, speaking his own voice. 
may bent ako ito, 20,000, I can give 10% to the church. <laughs> Papasalamat si God sa akin. Imagine, 2,000, my tithes will be big this Sunday. And God will be pleased with me. See? Or maaring sasabihin niya, ay, tamang-tama, low bat. Ay, oh, I'm sorry. Shucks. Too bad, low bat. Wala na kong way na para maibalik ito sa mayari. O, maaring sasabihin ng sarili niya is, hindi naman kailangan eh. Mayaman naman sila. Siguro mayroon silang backup cellphone. Hindi naman kailangan ito. Sa akin na lang. Buti na lang, hindi na nahulog sa kanal. At least, naligtas ko. Para hindi saya. So, maraming excuse or rationalizing, you know, thinking of things. And that's our own voice, usually. Coming up with some compromises, coming up with some reasons to make it seem like it's good. But is that the same voice as God's voice? De, all three voices are very different. Nakikita nyo ba? And when you make a decision about your character or, or a relationship or money or a job or something, there will be three voices speaking to you constantly. Which voice will you follow? Your choice. Where will you follow? Which choice will you obey? Which choice will you listen to? Sabini Jesus, my sheep hear my voice. I know them, they follow me. So if you're following the Lord, then you're his sheep. Now, here's the another point. I will always need faith to hear God's voice. But God will always confirm His Word. So there's a, there's a difference between having faith to recognize God's voice and confirmation. The minsan, sinabi ko kay God, Lord, ganito ang deal. Gusto ko ng confirmation sa'yo na this is really what you want for me. So I demand that kung ito talaga ang salita mo, that you should prove it to me in a science and uh, I want to hear your voice now with my audible ears and I want to feel electricity in my body and etc, etc. Did you know that you cannot demand God to do anything? If you want to have a relationship with God, dapat na basisa faith. God is pleased with faith. So if you um, say, well, I, want, I would like to hear God's voice, but dapat walang question... Walang risk, 100%, no questions asked. It's obvious, it's proven, naka-record yung voice ni God, and then I'll believe it. That's not faith. It will always, you will always be required na maki-relate sa Dios through faith. So I always need faith to hear God's voice. So that's why, if you said to me, I believe or I think ito ang sinasabi ni God sa akin, then I will congratulate you because at least you're trying to hear God's voice. Don't be so paranoid. Don't be so skeptical na hindi mo ma, ma, maranasan na to say this, sabi ni God eh. Sabi ni God, or God is telling me, I believe the Lord spoke to me. Do not be too skeptical to use that phrase. Just trust, number one, that He loves you. 
He wants to talk to you. He can talk to you. The way I described kanina with brainwaves. And He is talking to you. So don't be so negative to say, um, hindi naman si God yan eh. Sarili kong utak yan. Why not give the benefit of the doubt and just put your faith into God and say, God, I believe you're speaking to me. Why not? If you make a mistake, make a mistake on the side of faith, not on the side of doubt and skepticism and negativity. Somebody say, God told me. I hope you get used to saying that. At least, if not to your office mates, at least say it to yourself. I want you to say that God is speaking to you because I want you to believe that God is speaking to you. Now, is it okay? We have faith, but is it okay if I would ask for confirmation? Okay, Bayan? Yes, of course. In fact, it's wise to ask for confirmation. Kung hindi ka sure, you can ask God for confirmation. And in the Bible, merong isang principle na we call it the, the principle of two or three witnesses. Alam mo yung ibig sabihin na witness? A witness is a person that uh, experienced or heard or saw something. So sabi sa Bible, when Jesus was talking about um, confronting uh, a, a, a brother, a relationship, He said in Matthew chapter uh, 19, is it 19? Matthew chapter 18, verse 16. If he doesn't listen, take one or two others with you so that, listen, every word may be confirmed by the testimony of two or three witnesses. Again, in Mark 16, 20, the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. And in 2 Corinthians 13.1, in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. At mga kapatid, kung mas malaki at mas critical ang mga decisions mo, mas maraming confirmations ang kinakailangan mo. Maybe pag a small decision, should it be a Jollibee or McDo? You know, maybe you just need one confirmation. Just, just say, Lord, you know, it doesn't really make a big difference. But if you're making a choice, now who should I marry? You know, should I go abroad? Should I buy this car? Should I, should I start this family? You should have more confirmation. Because it's a bigger decision. So listen to this. Confirmation for hearing God's voice can come from, and I'll give you four today. Four confirmations that will let if you are hearing from God at meron kang word na sinasabi you believe na sinasabi ni God sa iyo na ganito because yan ang inisip mo this is how you will check to be 100% sure na talagang galing kay God yun number one is the word of God ang salita ng Diyos ay consistent so ang tanong nang dapat na itanong mo sa sarili mo is when you hear a word or you got a thought na biglang pumasok sa isip mo Magtanong ka, is this consistent with the Bible? Because kung hindi siya consistent sa Bible, hindi talaga siya galing sa Diyos. It could come from Satan or it could just be your own words. Okay? The illustration that's uh, very common is yung isang uh, kabataan na sinabi niya, I believe the Lord is telling me to have a boyfriend. 
At this boy, I like him. He's nice. Mabait siya, pero hindi siya Christian. Iba yung ano, paniniwala niya. Parang free thinker, atheist. Hindi siya Christian. So, but I believe God wants me to be his uh, girlfriend. Now, you will check. Does that thought, you might, you might say, well, I don't think that's from the devil. Maganda naman kasi mabait naman siya. He's from a good family. Mayaman siya. Pogi. But if you would check, is that consistent sa Biblia? The answer is no. Hindi po siya consistent because Paul said, do not be unequally yoked or in business with, in partnership with an unbeliever. So hindi siya consistent sa Bible. Ganon din, if you say, well, this is a great business opportunity and I believe the Lord is saying for me to close this deal. Pero yung deal na yan, alam mo naman hindi honest. You know that has corruption. You know that has bribery. You know that's not um, consistent sa salita ng Diyos. The Lord hates bribes. The Lord doesn't uh, deal unjustly. So if you say, well, I believe this is what the Lord is saying to me, then check mo sa isang first witness. Does it line up with the Bible? Is it aligned sa salita ng Diyos? Kung hindi, then sorry, you didn't pass the first test. So automatically, hindi salita ng Diyos yan. That must be one of the other two voices that's talking to you. At kung hindi mo naniniwala na that's from, the, from Satan, at least you have to admit that's probably just your own reasoning and your own logic, your own understanding, trying to justify, trying to make reasons and, and excuses so that you can do what you want to do. The first witness is the Word of God. I have uh, done this before when biglang uh, pumasok sa, sa isip ko yung, yung, yung thought and yung concept that I will be courting Bambi. So ang ginawa ko, kasi big decision sa akin to, ang ginawa ko is chinek ko yung aking memory bank. I scanned all of my Bible verses that, that I heard. And I just asked the Lord, Lord, if there's anything in the Bible that would uh, conflict with this direction. Diba, Lord, kung sa sarili kong isip, I would think, I should be more uh, committed to the mission, to the ministry, not uh, sidetrack sa, sa love life. So I just let the Lord scan my brain and all the memory of Bible verses that I have heard. Lahat ng mga salita ng Diyos na nagtanim sa puso ko, I just let the Lord scan that. And if there's anything there na parang red flag, na parang alarm, this is conflicting with the Word of God, then I was just alert. I was just waiting. Anything? Parang yung virus checker dun sa computer. No? If there's any virus, you'll just be... Pero nung nascan yung buong utak ko, lahat ng laman ng puso ko about God's Word, pasado. Wala namang red flag. In fact, marami pang verse doon that the Holy Spirit brought to my memory that talks about marriage when in fact actually I was anti-marriage but God was not anti-marriage He was pro-marriage and so He brought a lot of verses to my, to my memory that talked about uh, the two shall become one and blessed and all this so pasado yung first witness that what I was hearing from God was confirmed that's really from God it was not from Satan if that was from Satan, the Lord would have shown me a verse sa Bible 
na conflicting doon sa balak kong gawin. So nakikita niyo ba yung, yung first witness? The Word of God is your test kung talagang galing sa Diyos yan o hindi. And what the Holy Spirit does, ito ang work ng Holy Spirit in our lives. The Holy Spirit will will scan the memories that you have at lahat ng mga inputs ng Word of God. Maybe since the time you were a new Christian and you were reading the Bible, lahat yan nakastored sa hard disk mo. Even if you don't remember the book, the chapter, the verse, may laman ang utak mo with the Word of God. I hope. And then the Holy Spirit will use those verses that are inside of you and bring it back to your memory. Kaya John chapters 14, verse 26, Jesus said, When the Helper, the Holy Spirit comes, He will teach you everything and He will bring to your memories okay, all that I have said to you. Now, the problem is if you don't have anything in your memory, dahil hanggang ngayon, wala kang Bible. Six years ka ng Christian at hanggang ngayon, hindi ka nagbabasa ng Bible. You will be led to deception dahil wala kang input ng salita ng Diyos. You were even the custer of the month at Video City, but you still don't have a Bible. So how can the Holy Spirit bring to your memory horror movies and, uh, and he you know, sexual movies, he will not bring those to your memory. That will be the work of Satan. Satan will do that. But the Holy Spirit will not do that. Kaya, don't wonder why you're not hearing from God kung wala kang stockpile of Word of God in your heart and in your mind. That's why I encouraged you to get the audio Bible and listen to it over and over and over again. Okay, so the second... With the second uh, confirmation is the presence of God. The Holy Spirit will verify na the truth. Okay? First John chapter 5, verse 6. The Spirit is the one who verifies this because the Spirit is the truth. And then going over to John 7, verse 38. Jesus said, The one who believes in me as the Scripture has said, will have rivers of living water flowing from His heart. Jesus said this about the Spirit whom His believers would receive. Rivers of living water flowing. Okay, flowing. The Holy Spirit flows. The Holy Spirit is not like a plastic chair, a block of wood, bato, glass, steel. The Holy Spirit was never compared to objects that do not move. The Holy Spirit is always symbolized by movement, fluids, okay? water, rivers, oil, fire, wind. Do you understand? It's moving. And so when you want to have confirmation, ask the Lord. And yield yourself. Ibig sabihin, hayaan mo ng Holy Spirit na mag-move sa'yo. And ask the Lord to move over your soul with His Spirit. Okay? Ang Holy Spirit na nasa Spirit natin, hindi natin ma-feel. And you cannot actually feel your Spirit. 
but the Holy Spirit can be released. Yung power niya can be released from your spirit and affect your soul. Anong soul? Mind, will, or emotions. So it could be that as you are making a decision and you feel that you heard the Lord speak, you ask, Lord, sa'yo ba talaga ito? And I want to do this, or I want to buy that, I want to go here, kung talagang kalooban mo, kung yan talaga ang voice mo, please confirm it by having your Holy Spirit to move on me right now. Kanyang-kanyang experience. It depends on how the Holy Spirit moves in your life. Kaya mahalaga na makilala mo siya ng lubusan. You have to have a relationship so that you will recognize, ay, Holy Spirit yan. Sa akin, personally, I'm not that too much emotional. So I don't have the feelings. But I'll tell you what, when I am sure that it's the Holy Spirit, here's what I experience. When I'm hearing of the voice of God, and I want to confirm kung talagang yun ay galing sa Dios. this is what I often experience. The Holy Spirit floods me with an uncommon enthusiasm. I'm usually just a low-key person. Usually. But when I know the Holy Spirit, when the Lord is speaking to me, I'm flooded with a, a hyper, very, very hyper enthusiasm. And my mind goes crazy. I start seeing the big picture, left and right. I start seeing uncommon depth of vision. And I begin to get details. And I become very, very enthusiastic. Enthusiastic means God-filled. And that's how the Holy Spirit moves on me. When I'm in that zone, I know it's the Lord speaking. Because I never have that experience when I'm hearing the voice of Satan. I never get excited about sin or temptation. I never become hyperactive with great vision and lots of ideas when I'm hearing the voice of the devil or when I'm just thinking about issues. If I'm doing the thinking na kusang sa si Tim Ward na nagsasalita, I'm usually more negative and skeptical. But the Holy Spirit floods me with enthusiasm, depth of vision, and it's an experience. Sa akin personally, that's how it happens. I don't know, for you. Sa iba, they said they felt warm. They felt electricity. They felt a cold wind come over their head and all the way down their back. Kanyang-kanyang experience. I'm just saying this. The Holy Spirit is not a dead object. The Holy Spirit is not an impersonal force. The Holy Spirit is not also a book. The Holy Spirit is a living counselor, friend, comforter, and He's moving. Jesus said the Holy Spirit is like the wind. You won't even be able to predict the next stop. So I suggest that we become very intimate with the Holy Spirit because He will confirm and testify and verify His Word. Okay, and number three is the peace of God. When you experience the peace of God, not world peace. If you wait for world peace, you will wait a long time. The peace of God, Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding or reasoning, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Okay? So, the peace of God. 
Now, the peace of God will guard. Anong trabaho ng guard? The guard is taga-monitor. Ang isang gate, gateway or doorway, ang guard is taga-monitor ng who and what comes in. And who or who or what goes out. And the Bible says that the peace of God will, will have that role to guard, to monitor and regulate the thoughts that come in and go out. Guard your hearts and your minds. Wouldn't it be great if the peace of God is the one monitoring the thoughts that comes to your, your mind? And if the peace of God is filtering and guarding what comes to your mind, you can shut off the voice of the devil and you will shut off because the guard, the peace, will say, keep out. Biglang may pumasok na lustful thought, but the peace of God will say, sorry, no trespassing. You got no ID here. The peace of God, the shalom. Remember the word in Hebrew is shalom. And the shalom of God, it means more than just world peace. It's salvation. It's wholeness. There's nothing missing and nothing broken. You're saved through and through. Now this shalom, the peace of God, should already be inside of you. If the Holy Spirit is in you, He brings peace. The fruit of the Spirit is peace. So you don't have to say, Lord, if this is your will, please let me feel your peace. And you don't have to wait and expect biglang darating yang peace sa'yo. Sometimes Christians do that. You're confused, you're worried, you're fearful, and you say, Lord, kung salita mo ito, kung yan ang kalaoban mo, please give me peace of mind. He can do that. Pero actually, you should already have the peace. And then, kung ang, ang lakad mo or ang mga decisions mo is not from God, hindi talaga ang tinig ng Diyos, yung naririnig mo, then the peace of God will disappear. Not leave, but be quenched. You know, you can quench the Holy Spirit, but He'll never leave you. But He will be quenched and you will not experience the benefits of His presence. So if you think that you're hearing the voice of God, monitor your peace level. Do you have the peace of God? And if yung naririnig mo is no conflict with the Bible, consistent yan, you got one witness. You need two more. And if you have the peace of God which passes all understanding, you got two witnesses. When I was courting Bambi, actually very uncomfortable yung aking pagpunta dun sa Palawan. It was embarrassing for me. <laughs> I, I don't usually do that. I don't usually um, go look for a girl. And, well, I'm just telling the truth. It was very uncomfortable to show up because I don't know kung mababas. It was risky. It was very risky and uncomfortable. But peace is not the same as comfort. And many Christians think, well, if the circumstances are good, then that's confirmation of God's will. That's not true. You could have perfect circumstances, but it's not God's will. Or you could have all the circumstances against you, and it's His will. So don't rely just on the circumstances to unfold. Go to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
for confirmation. And the Father gives peace, and the peace is with you. And I had peace even though the circumstances were not good for me. I was not comfortable. But as I went to Palawan to court her, I had peace. Hindi at hindi nawala, hindi na lift yung peace of God from my heart. So I felt that must be the Lord. Because if that's not God, I won't have peace. I tell you, sometimes when I get tempted and I'm starting to um, move in a direction that's not um, God's will, the peace is gone. And I have to repent as fast as possible to get back to where I left off, now where the peace left. So I will backtrack, get that peace again, because I got to have the peace. I hope you're addicted to the peace of God. Because if it's 50-50 for you, pwedeng may peace, pwedeng wala, you're in big trouble. Because wala, wala ka nang monitor. Wala ka nang gauge. And you need to have the gauge of the Holy Spirit. And number four, the people of God. And the question that you will ask is, does this word agree with godly counsel? Does it agree with godly counsel because proverbs chapter 12 verse 15 says the way of the fool seems right to him but a wise man listens to advice and read proverbs 19:20 listen to advice and accept instruction and in the end you will be wise see because god wants to speak to you also and confirm his word through his body because, uh, as Franco said the other day, your relationship with Jesus is personal, but not private. Other people are involved. Does that make sense? You have a personal relationship with Jesus, but it's not private. It's not just only between you and God. There's a family that you're born into. You have a mother. You should have a father. You should have mentors. You should have godly counsel. So write this down. I need spiritual authority. And a lot of people don't like the word authority because probably they were hurt. They were bullied around or bossed around or not loved. But we all need to have an authority. Authority is wonderful. It's good. It protects you. It gives you freedom. We need to actually be under someone it doesn't mean we're less than they are. It just means we're on a different role. I would like to be behind someone who knows the trail, who knows a way. And secondly is I need an accountability partner. By the way, if you believe you're... You don't... When we talk about a spiritual authority or accountability partner. Hindi ibig sabihin na lumapit sa kanya pag may malaking decision at sabihin mo, ano kung dapat gawin? You don't ask what you should do to people. You ask what you should do to God. Okay? Kahit na ako, bilang pastor, hindi ako panginoon mo. <laughs> do you understand that? You already have a Lord. He is your boss. He tells you what to do, not people. Spiritual authority should never have to tell you what to do. 
the Lord already can tell you what to do. That's why 1 John chapter 2 says, you don't need really people to teach you, man, because the Holy Spirit anointing will teach you. Okay? But why do we have spiritual authority? Because if I have a big decision to make, then I need to go to the Lord, pray, worship, read, write, listen, all the things I told you, and then pag nabasa ko na yung aking notebook, and I think this is what the Lord is saying to me, then I will bring that doon sa aking spiritual authority. Ipapakita ko sa kanya, and I will say, this is what I believe the Lord is saying. Would you pray about this and see if you have the same confirmation? Okay? So, meron na akong word. Hindi ako humingi ng panibagong word. Meron na akong dala na word. And I'm just asking for him to pray and seek confirmation then. And I tell you, many times I've made the right choices because I did it that way. I'm not bragging, but I'm just telling you, I don't like making wrong choices. And when in, in 2004, actually we were still not, not yet married, I had the old car, the Toyota, no aircon, so hot, and for three years, no, I had, the, I had a Shello, a green car, basta for three years, wala akong aircon sa sasakyan. So I was saving and trying to decide anong car, what kind of car will I buy. Big decision, kasi sa akin, big money na yun. Maybe some of you have all the budget, but for me, it's a big deal. I had to, to buy the car, I had to really uh, empty a big savings account. That, that was for years saving for that. Okay? So, just because I drive a, a nice car, wag mo isipin na parang chicken lang yan sa akin. Malaking bagay ni yun. Okay? I'm just telling you, that was a lot of years of saving. And, and okay? Now, the, 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 the time that I was planning to buy a new car, wala akong confirmation. So, I was saying, Lord, I need a new car. You know, I got the budget here. And, and, Lord, and the Lord would never say yes. Lord, how about this car? No. This car? No. This car? No. There was always something, even though nah, it looked good. And eventually, uh, the new model of this Honda came out, and I, I felt like the Lord was saying yes. Pero siyempre, ayoko magkamali sa decision. So I brought the idea to one of my spiritual accountability partners, one of my mentors, and I said, I feel like it's time to buy a new car. This is the, what I think the Lord wants me to buy. This is how much and this. And then he said, okay, let me pray about it. After praying about it, he said, yes. I feel like the Lord is saying that you're going to buy a new car. So, nakaroon ako ng confidence. And I felt a, a, a lift sa aking faith. And I bought the car. And you know what? After about uh, six months, how many months lang, Grabe, tumaas yung price ng car na yan. It went very expensive. And then, parang nag-click din yung model. Maraming bumili na yung model. And I was able to buy it at a much cheaper price. So parang na-confirm na tama, tama yung decision. And that's just one example. Marami pa about buying lands here for the center, about uh, marrying Bambi. Many, many times, I would just get confirmation. And when you hear a word from God, He will confirm it. It takes faith for you to just take a risk and say, I believe you're saying this to me, Lord. But then after you put your faith in the fact that God is talking to you, 
then you can ask him, Lord, would you confirm that with witnesses, with your word, with other counsel from godly people that would confirm that? Would you confirm that by letting your peace stay on me as long as I'm in your will? It's so wonderful to have a relationship with God where you can ask Him questions and actually expect to get answers. Would you like that kind of relationship with the Lord today? Okay, if you don't have that relationship yet with the Lord, you can. You can become His sheep. And His sheep hear His voice. Why don't you bow your heads right now and close your eyes. And just examine your own relationship with the Lord right now. Panginoon, please let your word be stored up in our hearts and in our minds. Para pag may mga decisions, may mga things that we need your your guidance on, Lord, you will use the word to confirm. Let your Holy Spirit move in our lives with, with power, with emotions, with excitement, and even feelings, and even a rush of thoughts. And Lord, let your Holy Spirit just be so mobile and fluid within us that we would recognize that's you. Relationship is so deep. Relationship is so steady that one word from you, we recognize your voice already. Lord, let your peace remain. Let your peace reign in our lives and guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And Lord, give us God-assigned connections. People, it's not about compatibility, it's not about personality, but just whoever na in-assign mo po sa amin that would be an accountability partner, that would be a spiritual authority in our lives. Not to tell us what to do, but to just have one more witness, one more confirmation. And Lord, give us mentors that love us, they're not jealous about us, they have a track record of hearing your voice. They would pray and support us. Give us mentors where our secrets will be safe. They would not wound us. Father, I pray right now for anyone in this room that does not yet have the relationship with Jesus. Kapatid, kung ikaw yun, kung masasabi mo honestly, honestly today, na you don't have a good relationship with Jesus. Hindi nakakahiya. Hindi nakakahiya na aminin na I don't have the, a good relationship kay Jesus right now. But I tell you, you can. He will, He already paid f- for you to have a relationship sa Kanya. And if you want that relationship today, kung gusto mo yung ganun relationship, even while the Eyes are closed. Even habang naka pikit ng mga tao dito. Would you just put your hand on your heart? Kung ikaw ay nananais ng isang relationship with the Lord. If you say, I, I don't have a good relationship with Jesus and I want that. Just put your hand on your heart right now. 
feel your heartbeat. Push it. Say, Lord Jesus. Just summon on to prayer and say, Lord Jesus, I want a relationship with you. Come into my life and be my Lord, Savior, friend. I trust in your sacrifice. Bilang penalty pa sa akin mga kasalanan. And I trust in your new life that you give to me. Thank you for making me your sheep so that I could hear your voice. Okay, God sees your hand on your heart. God sees your heart right now. Yes, good. Okay, talk to Him. He will talk to you. And Lord, I just pray that every one of us in this church will hear your voice loud and clear. Dahil kapit o kami sa inyo. We stay near you. We abide in your presence. Lord, strip away all affections that are from the voice of self, the voice of Satan. And let us be attracted and even addicted to your presence and to your voice. That we would need our fix every day of being connected with you. Lord, let that be our fuel, our food, our life, our breath. Everything we need. Is in your presence. So Lord, attract us once again. Woo the hearts of your lovers that we would love you and passionately pursue you. Thank you, Father, that you speak. Even before we were born again, you were already speaking to us. And now you've given us the design to hear you voice, hear your voice. Lord, thank you for speaking. Thank you for changing our lives with your word. Your word is spirit and life, and your word nourishes us. Your word washes us, cleanses us. So, Lord, thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We receive the adjustments. Lord, it's about what uh, correction that you need to do in our lives. Go for it. Go for it all the way. Change us, Lord. Let your word change and transform us. Change the way we think. And bring us into the loving relationship with Jesus. It's in His name we pray. Amen.